Welcome to the Live Long, Lead Well broadcast. I'm Dr. Mark Jones and today we're going to talk about cultivating a tranquil mind. Stay tuned for today's broadcast. Philippians 4, 6-9 Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passeth all knowledge, shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. Finally, brethren, Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. On today's broadcast, we're going to talk about the value of cultivating a tranquil mind. Now, I want you to be mindful that living your absolute best life and doing your absolute best work comes from a state of tranquility, not from a state of chaos. So, as we are admonished by the Apostle Paul in Philippians, there are certain things that we need to think upon in order to keep our minds in an optimal state. You know, likewise, in John chapter 14, verse 27, Jesus told us that my peace give I unto you, not as the world gives you. You know, the peace that we enjoy in our relationship with Jesus Christ, the world can't give it, and the world can't take it away. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, we are promised a sound mind. You know, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. So I want to give you some more keys here to cultivating a tranquil mind. Daniel chapter 4 verse 27 says, Wherefore, O king, let my counsel be acceptable unto thee, and break off thy sins by righteousness, and thine iniquities by showing mercy to the poor. If it may be a lengthening of thy tranquility. Now, tranquility is something that we all desire to have as a mind condition. But in order to cultivate tranquility, as in the case of Daniel uh, in chapter 4, verse 27, Daniel offers the king certain counsel which is to lend to the lengthening of his tranquility. First of all, we all need solid, spirit-filled counsel. You know, it's so very easy to be blinded by and paralyzed by your life's norms. But there's something about getting sound counsel that lengthens our tranquility. We also need to learn how to accept counsel. 
We need to learn to value the experience and perspective of the counselor. Something else that I always say is that counsel is only as good as the resolve of the one who's hearing it. So we need to make sure that we break off any excuse making or deferring action because we listen to counsel because we want to adjust and to improve ourselves. Now, these are some of the things that will lengthen our tranquility, which means prolong our sense of peace and soundness. You know, I want you to understand that God has provided for all believers that we should experience soundness. However, God will allow you and I to have whatever you're comfortable with, even if it's chaos. So those of us who enjoy life and um, have learned the absolute value of tranquility have also learned the skill and the behavior of resolving any internal disorders that we are experiencing. You know, we have to learn how to quiet the noise and let peace fill the house of our minds. Now, perception is perhaps one of the most powerful resetting tools that you have. Perception is one of the most powerful resetting tools that you have. Now, I want you to take note of this. Your perception or your frame of reference is dictated by several things. Number one, your dominating thoughts. That is, imaginations that force you to believe them no matter how hard you try to resist. Secondly, your perceptions can be framed by any overriding sentiments. That is, default beliefs that circumvent thought trends. Lastly, your perceptions are framed by your core beliefs, heavily entrenched values that are so strong that they seem to define you. Now, all of this can be transformed by what we allow our minds to be exposed to. Exposure is the key to transformation in our thought life and a tool for helping us to cultivate a tranquil mind. Now, there's another scriptural directive that says we are to gird up the loins of our mind. You see, your greatest mental issue may be thinking that you cannot control the reins of your own mind. I want you to say this way. My mind is completely under my control. You know, that's why 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13 tells us, Wherefore, gird up the loins of your minds like tie your shoes. Be sober and hope to the end for grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. In other words, gird up your mind. Don't allow yourself to become entangled in your own mind. The second admonition in that text is be sober. Don't become drunken or inebriated with your opinions which may be flawed. Thirdly, hope to the end. In other words, Keep a positive and expectant outlook on life. Now, I'm going to give you some more keys that will help you to cultivate a tranquil mind. First of all, teach your mind to avoid being idle. In 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 13, it says, Besides, 
they get into the habit of being idle and going about from house to house. And not only do they become idlers, but also gossips and busybodies saying things they ought not say. So I want you to think about what is the current work of your mind? What should you be focused upon and being developed in? You see, if you don't have something that you are intentionally being developed in, then you're unintentionally being developed in idle thinking. So you got to be very intentional about staying in a mode of development. Now, I want you also to learn how to teach your mind how to handle complex or difficult issues. Psalm 43 verse 5 says, Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why are you so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. So you have to rid yourself of the knee-jerk reaction of disturbance by choosing hope and praising God as your deliverer. Now another key is that you have to learn how to teach your mind to embrace change. In Job 14, 14, it says, If a man die, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time, I will wait till my change comes. In other words, always look forward in expectation for change. You know, another thing we have to do is we have to lose the need to be in control in order for us to choose to be happy. Now, You want to also teach your mind how to interpret life in a way that benefits you. Romans chapter 8 verse 28 says, And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. And this means that I get to interpret life in a way that is healthy and beneficial for me. Now, the next key to cultivating a tranquil mind is teach your mind how to process failure. Proverbs 24 verse 16 says, For though a righteous man falls seven times, he rises again, but the wicked are brought down by calamity. So we have to teach our mind to embrace the processes of failure, to learn from them, to adjust, and to look forward to greater outcomes in the future. We have to also teach our minds how to amend errors. Psalm 34 verse 14 says, Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. You see, we have to quit rationalizing, being in a wrong position, and learn how to be instant in our repentance. We have to also teach our minds how to process rejection and abandonment. Psalm 27 verse 10 says, Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. You see, that's what we should be teaching our mind when it comes to processing any rejection and any level of abandonment. You have to also teach your mind to rely upon the word to unlock knowledge and to resolve your questions. In Daniel, it says in verse 228, But there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries. And so we have to learn how to teach our minds to rely upon the word of God, to unlock knowledge, and to resolve any questions or mysteries. Now, we have to also learn to teach our minds how to dwell, that is, live and abide in God. We have to learn how to abide in God as our dwelling place. 
Lastly, we need to teach our minds how to let stuff go. Philippians 3.13 says, Brethren, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but this one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward that which is ahead. You have to teach your mind how to let stuff go. You see, these are some of the behaviors which will help us to get into a posture of cultivating a tranquil mind. Now, I want to lastly give you these keys for cultivating a tranquil mind. You know, how do I really get into a posture of developing the peace within? Number one, information. In order to change your mind, you have to inform it. You only do what you do because you think what you think. You only think what you think because of the information that you have been exposed to. The second key is meditation. That is pondering and holding thoughts that are of value in consideration. This book of the law shalt thou meditate day and night. God told Joshua, he said you will have success and prosperity as a result of meditating upon the word of God. The third key is dictation. Sometimes you have to speak the word aloud. You have to hear it come out of your mouth and back into your ear gates, creating that circular affirmation. The next key is application. In other words, you have to translate the thought into action to create an image of the thought. You got to act on it. And lastly, repetition. Do it again, over and over again. Now listen, I know that this is a lot of information that has been shared with you today in a very short time. But I do believe that if you're going to cultivate a tranquil mind, you've got to bring your mind into exposure to information and act on that information in order to see change. Now, if you want to get Dr. Mark Jones to be a speaker at your next event, give us a call at 888-538-3577. Don't forget also that you can check me out on Facebook at Mark Jones or you can check out my website www.centerformanifestation.com and don't forget to check out one of our services Express or Engulf 8 a.m. or 10 a.m. on YouTube at Manifestations Worldwide. Until we get together next time, may you live long and lead well.